and welcome to the Growing Happy Families podcast, where we aim to help you clarify your goals for your family, understand what makes your family members tick, and work out what helps you to get along better. This podcast is in no way an expert directive on how you should be parenting your children. After all, you are the experts on your family. But it is my sincere hope that you might hear something that helps you feel supported and understood as you go about the business of raising your next generation. My name is Kim Leone, and I'm here today talking with my lovely co-host and pal, Mari Perks. Morning, Kim. Morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing today? I am I am very well. Been very busy, but I'm so pleased to be back. Doing a podcast recording, it's been a while. And it has been a while. Yeah. As, not that we stopped thinking or having the occasional conversation, but... Yeah. But life, life and busy work things have got in the way. And also, I believe there's a holiday coming up. There is. In, in a so very jelly. short period of just a few hours, there ah. is a break coming. So Lo- I'm An adventure. To- an adventure indeed involving magnifying glasses and compasses and mission impossible hey absolutely (laughs) sounds amazing i'm looking forward to it so what what are you bringing today kim what's on your podcasting mind well on my podcasting mind for the last few weeks i have been really concentrating on the ideas that I've got for my parenting program, The Five Secrets to Happy Children. And because what I want to do, what I'm aiming for is writing a book that covers all those things. And part of what is happening as I'm going through that process is it's really getting me thinking in all sorts of different ways that I hadn't thought before. One of the ways that I'm thinking is I look at how parents need to meet the needs of children as part of the process of parenting. It's It really is becoming highlighted to me at the moment, especially, I think, after lockdown and, you know, how the pandemic affected people looking after their kids and having to have the kids at home and help them, you know, do their schooling at home and stuff. It also really highlighted the fact that parents have needs too and that that's a really important thing so I thought maybe today that I would talk about that because well let me go let me go even even in a sort of a bigger wider uh, picture there part of the other part of my job as well as being a parent coach is um, a therapy I do therapy with individuals and sometimes couples and they're generally adults but they're quite often adults who struggle with people pleasing or they're having trouble with their relationships. And it seems to me that part of the struggle is that they're bending over backwards to meet the needs of everybody else. And that goes for parents too, doesn't it? And that when we bend over backwards to meet the needs of everybody else, we kind of forget that we have needs too, and they get pushed very far to the back. Yeah, I've I've been thinking about how we conceive of our needs. How do we how do we become aware of them when we've pushed them so far back into the dusty little shady back corner of our mind? How do we then get them back and and look after them? 
because in order to be fully present, to be healthy and happy and able to encourage people, all of those things, Mm. we kind of need to have our needs met as well. The way I look at it is it's not that I must look after the other needs because they're important, more important than mine. It's that in order to feel safe, if I look after the other person's needs, my life will stay safe in some way. Mm. Does that make sense? I know it's only a fine little nitpicky thing, but. But I, I understand it. How can you keep yourself safe when you're giving and pouring out to other people all the time? I think that's a really, really good question. And it does go back quite often to our sort of our childhood. Um, when we were small, we didn't have a lot of say over what happened in our lives. We were quite dependent upon the bigger people in the world to uh, look after us in whatever way they were able to. And for some of us, that was lovely and happy. And, you know, and for some of us, it was perhaps less so. Because of those things, we learn that life might be a bit turbulent or a bit scary. And that one of the ways that we, that little person, could head those things off would be to make sure we kept everything as calm and as happy and as smooth as we could and and put less conflict in the room. So we became good to make sure we kept things smooth. We became the helper because then nobody had to get upset because stuff wasn't done or they didn't have what they needed. So it it became really important to anticipate needs. But that meant actually from that point, that small child point, we we kind of overlooked our needs and our needs were not met because sometimes people were not able to meet them for whatever reason. And there's no judgment in that at all. It's just how it was. And it it meant, or the the result was that we learned how to look after other people. And it became really important for us to know that we were going to be okay. And we've kind of carried that forward. And I wonder as well with that goes the misperception in other people that the people pleaser doesn't need anything because they've got everything in hand. I think there's, you know, there's a possibility there. I guess I hadn't even thought about it from that perspective, the perspective of other people. I was thinking of how how important it is for, I, I mean, say for me, because I'm a people pleaser, I know what that, you know, I know how I do it. and And obviously, Everybody finds their own strategies for pleasing others and keeping things calm and happy or whatever, you know, meeting people's needs. And it becomes a real mission, you know, where we, you know, sometimes. So I've used those skills in, you know, in in my work as a therapist. Mm. But I've also learned that I don't, you know, there there are edges to how much helping I do. And I use Mm. the word helping advisedly you know it's a deliberate choice of using that word because as a pleaser I've always used helping but I've used helping for different reasons I've used it helping to help keep things calm but but now I'm doing it in a slightly different way as a a therapist and also as a parent coach so I think it's important for us to recognize that we have needs and that can be really quite tricky yeah. If we've spent years not doing it, 
And I think I probably didn't do it very well. I think the point I was making is that sometimes when we then express that we have needs, other people can be perhaps dismissive of that because that you're the one that's always capable and does things. And and sometimes it's not even verbalised, it's just in an attitude. Yeah, um, for sure. And which then underpins our, that's who I'm supposed to be. And I obviously don't deserve to have my needs, needs met. It's a very complex one because we're, we're working not, not only against our, our own beliefs about ourselves, but the external perception of who we are and what we do. Where I'm coming from, I guess, is is that we, if we, if you're people pleasing, and, and and this wasn't really supposed to be about people pleasing per se, but if we're people pleasing, we are. It's so ingrained. It's such a habit that we don't even know we're doing it. So this work, what you're talking about, the bit where we start going, oh, yeah, but actually I have needs too. This bit can be quite hard work because, yes, people are invested in us being the helper. Of course they are. Yeah. And no more so than with children because for them it's important that we look after them. They are dependent upon us and they rely upon us. So to a degree that is still our job. But I think... What we tend to do is is completely chuck our needs to the yes, back. Yes, yes. And and so the the job that I hope to do with with clients, partly, is when they come to me and say, "Little Johnny is not doing the thing that I need him to do," is also say, "Okay, let's look at that, but let's also look at what you need and how how we help you because." Shifting that mindset can sometimes give them a huge insight into how they help him do mm. what they need him to do. And it's not about control, just saying. No, no, yeah. and I and I can I mean the the dots are joining inside my head and I and I'm seeing where you're uh where you're coming from and where you're going to there. Mm. Your focus has always been on the parents, and this feels like there's a kind of a highlight yes a real spotlight yes yeah yes and something you were talking earlier about equipping children for um when they leave yeah 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 and that we start early and yeah beginning with the end in mind as you're equipping the parent by opening their understanding and and their um recognition of their own abilities then you're enable the children because they're being parented in a way that is enabling them to grow to be independent yeah because a lot of the time when we're in the middle of serving 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 other people's needs and ignoring our own it's not a good model for children it leads to them feeling entitled perhaps Mm. you know or that they are the most important person in the room or the family and that their needs come first all the time so there's a model you know that that we as parents are bringing to the relationship and I think it's really important for the children to see that this is how we look after our own needs as well you can do this as well this is what I want to teach you as your parent but First of all, we have to we have to work out how to do that for for us. We can't pass it on. 
unless we have the the mindset or or the concepts in our heads and also how to practice it you know it's really important that we get that thought process and put it into action in our everyday life so i think that that is what i was really thinking you know we have to do that we have to find out and that involves looking at our identity looking at how our values as a person mm. and and sometimes those have also they've been chucked in that back corner with along with needs and we so we have to get them out we have to dust them off we have to look at them mm. and i think there's a couple of things that we need to do in order to do that so it's only two things that i've been thinking about that might be useful for people to just start thinking about their needs and what it what it means for them because the other thing about five secrets to happy children is that it's it's a joined up process but it's not about throwing out your whole program of how you work with your children or how you parent it's about tweaking so it's about just changing little things and the first little thing that i got you know me mari i like to deal with metaphors or little visual oh me too thought helpings right and the first one is a traffic light Okay. So the first one is the red traffic light means stop. The amber means think and the green means act. So, you know, stop, get ready, go, isn't it really? And the stopping bit is to give you time to check in with yourself. How does this fit in with my needs? And the thinking bit is to go, okay, yeah, how does that fit in? What are my needs? How do I feel? What's going on for me right now? How can I deal with what child is asking for or needs what do they need how do I work you know balance that and what do I need to do now now I've got that thought process going so then we can act but we need that bit in the middle and I think sometimes that's what's missing we just go from red to green and we miss out the thinky piece in the middle and so we don't check in with ourselves about what's the most appropriate thing the most helpful thing the most respectful thing for both of us in mm. that situation. And the other one is boundaries. And I know we've talked a lot about boundaries over our podcast sessions because they come up again and again. But the bit that I'm thinking about now is yes and no. And no is often quite hard for people-pleasing parents because we want everybody to be happy and yes is a really good way that we found to make everybody happy but every time we say yes to one thing we say no to something else and sometimes saying yes to their needs means we're saying no to ours so we need to think about that just so we can say is this is this fair is this appropriate is this what is needed in the wider situation at the moment or is the fact that I just fell over and grazed my leg and there's blood running down my leg now does do I need to sort that out before I get the kids their snacks right or do I need to go and have a quick pee before I get the kids snacks I know they're hungry and all the rest of it in fact why couldn't they go and get their snack you know old enough they could do that while I go to the loo and also sort out the blood running down my leg right yes so it's just those two things so 
little tiny tweaky things, thinky things to put things, you know, put action into place, but with a bit of a thought process going in. And also a bit of honouring the fact that we also are human beings with needs. Yes. And and the two words, well, two words, the thing that's just there is giving ourselves permission. Yes, permission is massive, isn't it? How many times did I let my tea go cold because I had to do something straight away rather than yeah, wait exactly. a couple minutes or exactly. say, hang on, swig. Yeah, right, I'm <laughs> now I'm ready. Kind of thing. And, we, and we, we kind of let that become something that we do and we don't put in the boundary. But, but again, you're, you're talking about, we were talking before about modelling. But going, <laughs> going back to your point, I think this is, it's, it's an interesting thing saying, you know, about our needs as well. And I think the bit that hasn't been mentioned, I don't know if this is valid or not, but sometimes, and is this people pleasing, that you, you do it, but actually you build up a lot of resentment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm the one that has to, nobody else does it. Yeah. But that massive well of resentment that can build up and, and, and affect the relationships as well because For you sure. do it. Because yeah. other people need it. But I hate that I have to do it. And I hate you because I, it becomes I hate you because yeah. I have to do this for you. Yeah, it does. And, and that's a really, a really important part, actually. But, yeah, there's only so much time. We don't have time to cover all these things in a big way. <laughs> no. Our podcasts have to stay small. Yes. Drawing that all together, you've you've told us the key points is the tweaking the traffic lights and the yes and no. Hmm. Is is there a sort of pulling it all together a message that is encouraging? Of course you're really encouraging. What do I want people to hear? I want people to hear that we all have needs. Needs are not convenience or inconvenient things they're just things that we have to have and we all have them all human beings have them so we we are allowed them it we are worth it and we deserve them you know we deserve to have them met just the same as everybody else and it is not a bad thing to show our children how to get our needs met how we do it so yes the tweaks are there to make make it easier to, to change maybe what we do to be a little bit more respectful of us having needs. Yes. I think that's, you know, we have needs too, parents. Let's honour them and let's tend to them. And the old, good old, you know, if the oxygen mask comes down on the plane, you have to put your own on first or you'll fall over before you've helped everybody and that's when the resentment comes out that's when the exhaustion and the overwhelm comes out so let's not do that let's honor our own needs as well and give ourselves permission that's a wonderful give ourselves message. permission yeah. I, I like that I, like, I can't wait yeah. for this book this i'm going to have to get get writing a little bit faster because it's i i i want it to be you know well underway by the end of this year if not the first draft finished so watch this space will happen thank you so much kid thank you and uh 
yeah, look forward to seeing you soon after your adventurous trip. After my adventurous trip. Thank mm. you. I will see you soon. All right. Take care. Yeah, you too. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Okay, so that's it today. Thanks for listening. We hope it's given you some thoughts and ideas to help you growing your happy family. And we'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks to Mari for co-hosting. Mari's got a podcast as well called Intentional Conversations about counselling and therapy. And thank you to Mick Parks for the musical contributions that are on here too. If you'd like to know more about the ways that we could work together or you'd like to give us feedback about the podcast or suggestions for uh, future episodes, please go to our website at heartfeltthinking.com. And my name is Kim Leone and this has been the Growing Happy Families podcast where we aim to help you clarify your goals for your family, understand what makes your family members tick and work out what helps you to get along better. See you soon.